the volume. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. The J-Boy Show is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet all the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. Uh, there's one. Uh, there's many reasons why I like using it. I mean, betting on the NFL, they're America's number one sportsbook. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. But I love the fast payouts. I'm huge on that, and you get it as quick as two hours. That's tough to find and even harder to beat. Uh, and, you know, the convenience of it, you know, that there's a lot going on. There's a lot of games, whether it's live betting, whether it's betting before the games, you know, the spread, are you taking the overs, the unders? They make it unbelievably easy to use. And the boosts, the odds, the specials that they run uh, are unbelievable. You get risk-free bets and same-game parlays. You get enhanced odd markets and a ton more. It's just a win-win for everybody. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now and sign up with the promo code JBOY. That's J-B-O-Y. Let them know that I sent you. 21 and older and present in Arizona. 
Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7 or visit ccpg.org/chat in Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com/rg in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Live from the College Football Hall of Fame, welcome to the J-Boy Show on the volume. Presented by FanDuel and hosted by Jake Crane. This is Roman Harper. This is Derek Stingley Jr. This is David Pollock, and you're watching the J-Boy Show. And you're watching the J-Boy Show. Thanks for watching the J-Boy Show. All right, it's Monday, everybody. The Booster Club is already hot. We've got a ton to get to today around the college football world. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Shout out to the Booster Club, the greatest grassroots movement since R&B. That's wow. what I got. That's what I got today. I love a bug's it. life is always it. a good one. You know, we got to start the show with a bang. I'm going to get through this rundown real quick. I need the Booster Club to start chopping their feet. We're going to be getting over there a lot, whether it's up downs or burpees. I want everybody out of breath and feeling like they put in the work today. So I'm going to start talking about this Bo Nix tank situation, the quarterback transfer portal that's got more options than a Paul Johnson offense right mm-hmm. now. When you're looking at it, who's going where, who's all out there, we're going to dive into that. And is the transfer portal good for college football the way that we are seeing it? Uh, we're going to get Jeffrey Lee. Listen, Signing days Wednesday. We're going to have a signing day specials all throughout the week. I'm going to try and get as many schools as possible. We've got uh, Auburn today with Jeffrey Lee. Rusty Manziel is going to join us live here at the College Football Hall of Fame in downtown Atlanta to talk Georgia. There's some talk about Ryan Day going to the Bears, which would make it really interesting. And would Mr. Luke Fickle take a trip back home to where he's from, Columbus, Ohio, where he's an All-American, uh, if that were to happen? A bunch of crazy stuff going on. As always, your questions. We've got Bama and A&M recruiting tomorrow. Uh, going to have Florida. We're we're just going to try and get to everybody as quickly as possible. So get the questions hot. I want to start with this Bo Nick situation really quickly because obviously it's taken the college football world by storm. And here's the thing I want to say. I think it's good for both parties. I think it's good for both. I don't think this is great. I don't think this is super bad. It's been an unstable relationship. You've had multiple coordinators. There hasn't been a lot of stability with Bo Nix. And sometimes once the kids graduate high school, you get the divorce. That's where I think we're at right now. But I'm going to say this about Brian Harson, And I'm going to look right at you guys and tell you, whether you're an Auburn fan, New Mexico State fan, I don't care. He's going to do it his way. He doesn't owe anybody at Auburn anything. He doesn't owe the Knicks anything. He doesn't owe anybody. He came in to do it his way. Now, will that way work? We're going to see. We're going to see. Big day Wednesday, especially when you go six and six. But he is not going to sit here and and oblige everybody that wants everything. And I'll tell you where that happens. At a lot of places, not all high schools, but that's a lot of high school stuff going on right now. And Brian Harson's going to do it his way. He's going to do it his way. And you know what? Said the same thing about Brian Kelly. You said the same thing about Nick Saban. Now, is Brian Harson Nick Saban? I'm not saying that. But I respect guys that are going to do it their way. They're either going to sink or swim doing it their way. If I'm going to be in charge and you're going to hold me uh, you know, for the results and I'm going to be the one that, that is going to take the repercussions if it goes bad, we're going to do it my way or it's the highway. Now, I'm not saying Bonix didn't want to do it his way or whatever, but he doesn't owe anybody anything. Let's get that off the table right now. He believes he's going to build it the way he kind of built it at Boise, and we're going to see. You've got to give it time. And after three years, unless it just falls apart last year or this next year, after three years, then you make a decision. Then we're going to see. But just like anybody taking over anything, this is the J-Boy show. We're all in this together. But at the end of the day, we're going to do it our way. 
we're going to do it our way. Because I can sleep at night knowing if I fail or if I succeed that I did it my way. And you got to respect that. People will disagree. People will agree. Bo Nix is one of the most polarizing players that we have in college football. But this, this wasn't a, a hostage negotiation. This wasn't a hold Auburn for ransom negotiation. To me, this is two parties that said, you know what? It was a fun ride. Graduated, Bo even said in his speech, and we're going to get Bo Nix on here. Graduated, played a lot of ball at Auburn, and that's, that's that. Sometimes it's time to part ways, and I think this is good for the Nix family yeah. and for Auburn. Now, Bo Nix will, will probably ca- is already catching a lot of hate and a lot of flack, but at the end of the day, he's making his decision. Brian Harson made his, he made his, that's it. Amicable split. So don't think for a second that this is old Auburn. All right, well, you know, it's part of the family, part of the church. Brian Harson hadn't touched foot in Auburn since he got the job before that. So he is going to do it his way. It's either going to work or it's not. But he's going to do it his way. Also say this, from what I've been told, there's a good probability that Tank Bigsby is staying. Now, it's a fluid situation. Crazy things can happen. But from what I've been told from people that know, people that get paid to do this, Tank Bigsby right now is staying. That's what I've been told. To me, Tank Bigsby, bigger loss than Bo Nix in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So when you're looking at this Bo Nix situation, you'll have half the people that freak out, half the people say thank goodness. I think it's right in the middle. I think it's right in the middle, and we'll continue to follow it. But speaking of craziness, what is going on in the transfer portal right now from the quarterback position? Go down the list. Spencer Radler, Keaton Slovis, Zach Calzada, Max Johnson, Dylan Gabriel. I'm not done. And and people ask me, and I want to answer, do you think this is good for college football? Now, I'm not huge on the interconference transfers. That's the only problem I have with it. I don't think you, you should be able to just freely transfer from an SEC school to an SEC school. It's the only problem I have for it, with it. But in general... I think it is good for college football. And before everybody freaks out, here's why. Parity is the best thing for anything. The more parity there is in college, this has been such a fun college football year, and I know Alabama and Georgia are both in it, and they've been mainstays, but it hasn't been an easy ride. And this year's been a little different. Why? Because there's been more parity. And has this not been one of the most fun college football seasons that we've seen? Hands down. To me, anything that increases parity will be good for the game. Because I say it on the show all the time. I want the West Coast to be good. I want the Northwest to be good. I want the Midwest to be good. I want the Northeast to be good. We know the Southeast is going to be good. And the East Coast. Because it's good for the game. And I love this game like y'all love this game. To quote Ed Reed, I got my heart in this shit. I love it like y'all love it. And I want what's best for it. And what's best for it is for guys to be able to get coaches that are taking over new programs and, oh, we don't have a quarterback, the most important position on the field, the guy that touches the ball every time, to be able to say, you know what, we can bring a guy in here and compete early. We can flip a program a lot quicker. It's better for the coaches. It's better for the players. Only problem I have is you shouldn't be able to transfer from conference or in the same conference. I'm not a huge fan of that, and I won't be. But in general, I like it. Because I want college football to be like the Power Rangers when they come together to form the Mega Ranger. 
for you somewhat older guys in the group. I don't want this. I'm, I, we talk about the SEC all the time. I love the SEC. It's the best conference. Most passionate conference, in my opinion. But I love college football more than I love the SEC. I love the game for what it's done for me, for what it does for other people. And the game needs to be healthy. So at the end of the day, in the transfer portal, if it, if it can lead to more parity, if programs can get flipped quicker, we need Notre Dame to be good. We need LSU to be good. We need Miami to be good. We need USC to be good. That's what I love about college football. You can be a Georgia fan and want all of college football to be good. Because to me, college football is one big family that is spread out over multiple states. That's what it is. We're really one organism. And you don't see that in other sports. You don't really see that in professional sports. So to me, whatever increases parity and doesn't take away from meritocracy because the kids are making the decisions, you still got to recruit them is good for the game. And I'm down for what's good for the game. What say y'all? You know, every one of these kids on the collegiate level have dedicated their lives to this sport. And if the coaches who recruited them and they're playing for can leave for any opportunity, whatever they want, then the kids need to be able to do that too. I don't want to see college football turn into the NFL and free agency, mm-hmm. but at some point, if the coach who recruited you can leave even interconference for any opportunity, then the kids need to be able to as well. And this isn't completely brand new. Remember we saw Russell Wilson leave from yep. NC State yep. to go to Wisconsin. That was a, a fifth-year situation to give him an opportunity to set him up for the NFL worked out pretty well right so it's not completely brand new but yes this the chaos of this situation is newer and we're going to continue to see it and and just like nil we're going to have guardrails Mm -hmm. that continue to to be built around it just like anything when you're building the parachute on the way down you figure Mm -hmm. out things right before you hit the ground sure and you what bothers you the most is interconference what i'd like to see a little bit more like i said last week is maybe put it to where after your freshman year you need to stay put unless there is a coaching change a coach who recruited you or a coordinator or it's head like an coach exemption. or something. And then after your sophomore year, most of the kids we're seeing here, you know, you got the Bodnick situation, the Slovis, the Dylan Gabriels, most of these situations, except for the one where the kid from Ohio State's going to go to Texas, are upperclassmen. Yeah. They've put in the equity at these institutions, right? And now they want to, for whatever reasons, myriad of reasons, right? They want to go move on to give themselves an opportunity at the next level. doesn't matter. You can have every agent, every recruiter in the world tell you you're not going to play in the NFL. These kids still think that they have a shot. And, and the you parents do too. have to think that way if you want any shot. Exactly hey, right. I remember telling Tom Brady something similar, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, and you unless you have that mentality, then you definitely can't make yeah. it, right? And so give them an opportunity. I will tell these kids, though, listen, football is short-lived. So there's a cliche about putting your education first and making sure you get that degree and setting yourself up. I know it's cliched, but it's serious, yeah. you know, because no matter how long you play, football is short-lived. Well, you know, bring it back and I'm going to bring it to you in a second. Two things. One, do you know what this kind of eliminates, though? The having to worry about the NCAA picking and choosing which waivers they say is okay for you to go. Yeah. Okay. You okay. remember how big of a problem that yeah. was? They'd be like, all right, well, your mom's sick, but you can leave, but your dad's sick and you can't leave. Okay. Like, you remember that problem yes. we had? It eliminates that. But also, but also, what I think should happen and the best way to do it, and kind of goes to what you were saying, what if you had where you were there for a year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, because if I'm a quarterback, right, and I'm going to play at Texas, mm-hmm. and I'm there as a freshman, after my freshman year, all of a sudden – you know, they bring in a, a Quinn Ewers. I need to have the ability to go. Yeah. But but the biggest thing where, where I look at, 
and and say, all right, we need to make sure we're careful is going back to the interconference transfer because I worry about tampering. And people say, oh, well, you can Washington State can tamper with LSU. Yeah, but it's a little bit different interconference. I think that's where you're going to get problems. So so to me, that's one of the reasons because, you know, again, I'll use the example. If I'm an up and coming team, I'll use the SEC. If if I'm Tennessee and Tennessee did not do this, I'm just using them as an example. And I said, all right, we're playing, I don't know, Texas Tech or, 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 excuse me, Texas, and they're coming in. And we're saying, man, you know, we're up by 25 and we're watching a freshman corner that Texas put in. We're like, man, he's pretty good. Well, what's going to stop any tampering that goes on if you're losing all three of your corners out there? Mm -hmm. See, that's what I worry about. Or saying, you know what, we're going to hire your corners coach to bring those two young freshman corners over. That's what I worry about. So there's got to yeah. be some some sort of exemptions or guardrails put in, and the same thing for NIL. Blaine, before we get to the Booster Club, what do you think? No, I agree. I think this will be a learning curve as we go. Same thing with the transfer portal. But mm-hmm. I do think, you know, at the, at the end of the day, the kids put the helmet and the pads on to go out on the field and play. And, and if you can up and leave as a coach for a better opportunity, I think you can up and leave as a player for a better opportunity. Because at the end of the day, it's a cause, but it's also a business decision. You're betting on your future. Yeah. Right? And you kind of learn that after a year, uh, year, kid coming out of high school, uh, you go through your first year you maybe don't really fit the system mm-hmm. or something like that you're going to make decisions what's going to best your potential overall at the end of the day maybe that's a system change that, that better fits your suit or the kind of player you are but i do like freedom when it comes to yeah. the kids and do what they want yeah and uh, what if we just did this easy fix you're there as a freshman you stay one year mm-hmm. you decide to come back for your sophomore year all right you're locked in so if you transfer after your sophomore year you've got a city year if it's within division one but if the head coach leaves or gets fired or something, you can leave with no problem. Or maybe your position coach. Your I mean, posi- you're, yeah. around, you're around your position coach yeah. even more well, true. than your head that coach. True. In college. Sure. True. Okay. But again, what happens if you have a corners coach and a safeties coach and you play safety, but the corners coach goes? They're both <laughs> secondary coaches. So again, it's such a nuanced situation yeah. with the way that, that staffs are split up. I don't think you're wrong, but with the way staffs are split up right now, I feel like you could kind of work the I know, system for, a little and bit. And if there's there. a way, they'll find it. Oh, for sure. Or yeah. a coach who recruits you a lot of times is not your position That's coach. Exactly right. A lot of times, it's whoever is responsible for area. your region, your yeah. area. So, I don't know. I mean, what's the Booster Club saying? Uh, I've got a question here from DJ Barber. Hashtag Ask J-Boy. Turn it up. In your opinion, who's a better fit for Auburn at quarterback, one that's already on the roster or a transfer, and what transfer could that be? And also, how much does the OC hire influence who the quarterback, influence who the quarterback will be at Auburn? Well, you know, again, this is going to go back, in my opinion, if Harson is calling the plays. Because if you call the plays, that influences the game plan. That influences everything that you're going to do offensively. You're not going to let him come up with the game plan and you just call the plays and pick, pick them out of the hat. That's not how it works. I think it's going to be Austin Davis at Auburn. I think that's who they're going to hire. The Seattle uh, quarterbacks coach who coached Russell Wilson was a hell of a player. At, at Southern Miss, and I know he hasn't done a ton of recruiting, doesn't have a ton of experience, but this guy is a is a rock star uh, young guy in the NFL. A lot of people have a lot of respect for Austin. Unbelievable coach fundamentally, and he's got that dog in him. Uh, Rusty Manziel walking in, our, our buddy there. But look, to me, this hire that Brian Harson is making, you already had to get rid of your coordinator after year one. Mm-hmm. You don't get a ton of coordinator hires. You've got a hit on this one. So if you're going to go a young guy, I think you're calling the plays. If you're going to get a guy that hadn't really been an OC, you're probably going to call the plays. So, you know, when it comes down to which quarterback plays, he's coached Russell Wilson. A lot of people say, well, Demetrius Davis kind of fits that mold a little bit. Dual threat guy, big arm. Hadn't seen him play a whole lot outside of spring, so we don't know. TJ Finley's there. Holden Garner's a freshman. But if you're a coach, you've got to look at what is available. We talk about supply and demand all the time, right? 
To me, I'm looking out there, and if I'm Auburn, I'm going after one guy, Keaton Slovis. That's who I'm going after. Mm-hmm. Experienced, smart, can make all the throws, Cannon. and has been used to <laughs> had to get used to playing with an offensive line that can't block. Yeah. Because the biggest thing, we can talk about quarterback all day. If Auburn don't make changes up front on the offensive line and get better players, I don't care if Michael Vick is back there. You're not running away from all these guys. So a lot has to happen for that to line up. I don't think I don't believe in Calzada. I don't. I'll tell you straight up, don't believe yeah. in him. But I, I don't believe that. in Spencer Rattler. I don't I don't like the way he handles himself. That's just me. But if you're Auburn, you need to bring in an experienced guy. Because you're gonna be sitting there next year with TJ Finley, jury's still out on him. He goes down or gets hurt or doesn't work out. You either got a redshirt freshman or a true freshman, and you just went six and six. Mm-hmm. This is CYA, friends. They're going to try and bring yeah. one in. You would take a Dylan Gabriel, too, as oh, well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, experience, for sure. Yes, but to me, number one, Keaton Slovis. Yeah. The dude can make all the throws. Cannon. Yeah. Cannon, and, and he's composed, and he's got that dog in him. Yeah. And, and that's what Auburn has to have, in my opinion. All right, one more, and then I want to get to Jeffrey. Got a Lee. question here from Brock Miracle, hashtag Ask The Jay Miracle Bull. Maker. What's the chance that Bo Nix stays in the SEC and Spencer Rattler staying in the Big 12? Look, I never say never to me. If I had to guess right now, I think Bo Nix ends up at Cincinnati. But that's just me. That's just me. Because if he goes somewhere else in the SEC, you thought Auburn fans hated Marshall Henderson? No, this is, this is pure... Darth Vader. This is Anakin. That would be what that is. People start looking at Blaine Patine may have to have to come in here and make an appearance. I would be surprised if he stayed in the SEC, honestly. I I would. I would. Yeah. But you never say never. There's openings. You look at Ole Miss. You kind of look around uh, the rest of the deal. But to me, you know, Keaton Slovis and Dylan Gabriel, if if I'm looking to take two or take one, it's between those two. But, and even if Finley's your guy, you want someone to push him through spring look, and through summer and that's through exactly, camp. And Finley hadn't shown. Look, jury's still out on him. Sure. I mean, you didn't ball. You didn't. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires dedicated winter tires go to tirerack.com use the tire decision guide to get personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how what and where you drive choose from the full line of michelin tires ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers you'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years mobile tire installations available all over the country have you heard about this 
They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ball at all. Yeah, I know Bama, tough defense. You don't have a ton around you, but South Carolina, I mean, you didn't ball. You got to prove it. Like all the hype and videos and Instagram pictures, that don't, that don't mean nothing. You got to go out there and ball. But speaking about ball, and let's get Jeffrey Lee in here kicking off our national signing day, pre-signing uh, day special. We've got him, then Rusty Manziel is going to join us later. Got Bama, A&M tomorrow, working on Florida, LSU. We're going to ride it out. Let's bring Jeffrey Lee up in here. All right, everybody, we got National Signing Day coming up. There's a ton of news from a ton of different schools. Uh, couldn't think of a better guy to bring on to talk recruiting uh, than Jeffrey Lee from Auburn Live, the On3 affiliate. They're doing an unbelievable job over there uh, on top of everything. Him, Hoke, Pink, the whole group. I know I'm leaving out people. But, Jeffrey, I appreciate it as usual, my friend. Good to see you again. Hey, good to see you, Jake. How are you doing, buddy? Doing good, brother. Merry early Christmas to you as well. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, but I want to start real quick. We're going to dive into recruiting. I just want your thoughts on Bo Nix uh, deciding to to make the move from Auburn. You're a guy that's obviously covered Auburn for a long time, know the Nix family. Uh, just your thoughts on Bo. Good for him. Mm. Good for anybody that wants to leave. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, go ahead. And, and, and here's, the th- here's the thing about Bo. Uh, I think he has great potential. I really do. I don't think he's maxed out that potential. I don't think he's he's – Irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. I think I think there's a guy as good or better in the portal. I don't think is you know good for him. I don't like I said. I don't think he's irreplaceable. I don't think he's. Uh, I, I understand that he's the face of the program, along with Tank. Uh, but I don't think it's you know the end the end of the program or anything. I think Auburn will be fine. Yeah. Uh, I think they will, too. And you look at the, the transfer portal right now for the quarterbacks. I had a tweet earlier. There's more options than a Paul Johnson offense right now at the quarterback position in the transfer <laughs> portal. But, uh, you know, Jeff, let's get to recruiting. Uh, you know, obviously right. with the portal, it's it's very, very interesting. A few guys making some decisions today. We are literally recording this uh, at, at uh, noon central, 1 Eastern. So I know there's some decisions that are going to be made today. How do you feel like Auburn's going to finish? And who are some names Auburn fans need to keep an eye on? 
tell you, man, there's a lot of excitement heading into this last couple of days. You mentioned the two guys today, Austin Osbury, four-star cornerback from Baton Rouge, is announcing in about about an hour, less than an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, Auburn, Alabama, LSU, Michigan, uh, Florida, a lot of top schools in there for him. But I tell you, I think he's going to get the ball. Mo- I think he's going to be the first domino to fall for Auburn this week. I, I really feel like Auburn has positioned itself to land him. Zach Etheridge has made a, a big impression on him, has a really good bond. And I tell you what, so does Trevon Reed. Um, yeah. Coordinator of player relations for Auburn, former LSU, I mean, former Louisiana recruit that signed with Auburn back in 2010. A lot of good relationships there. Osbury sees the need at Auburn. He sees the development uh, uh, of the cornerbacks under Zach Etheridge this year. First team uh, All-American Roger McCreary, speaking of which. So I, I really feel like he's going to be the first domino to drop. The second could be Marquis Gilbert, uh, junior college safety that's going to be announcing Monday night at 7. And Auburn wants a junior college cornerback. They want a junior college safety. I feel like Marcus Gilbert's going to give them that safety. And then tomorrow on Tuesday, you've got Keontae Scott. Maybe he's Wednesday. But Keontae Scott, the top junior college cornerback, will be announcing. And I really feel like Auburn's in a great great position with him. The defensive back, and then Jadarian Rim. I feel like Auburn's defensive back class is going to include Jadarian Rim, four-star cornerback who's committed to LSU right now. you got the top cornerback in the junior college ranks, Keontae Scott top DB in the junior college ranks to Marquise Gilbert and then of course Austin Osprey so you got two high school four-star cornerbacks and then two Juco guys coming in I think it's going to be a fantastic defensive backs class yeah and uh, you know too we we and, and Jeffrey you know this we always talk about up front that's the that's the quickest way you close the gap when you look at what Alabama and Georgia Absolutely. and even A&M and these other teams have done what can Auburn expect up front on both sides of the ball do you see any surprises I mean Drew Bobo now with his dad leaving that kind of is what it is uh, what are your thoughts at that position yeah, I, I, I don't. You can't blame Drew Bobo. His father's fired. You know, he it's kind of a little yeah. awkward for him. Uh, so I don't expect him. He's still publicly committed. I don't think anybody at Auburn expects him to sign. I expect him to sign somewhere other uh, other on Wednesday. Eston Harris, his teammate, our offensive lineman, who is big dude. He's six five, three ten. He looked good to me last week when he came in for an official visit. He's solid. He's locked in. I think that's the big one right there. Uh, on the defensive side, you've got Anisha Anisha Sledge, defensive tackle. He's not tall. Oh, but he's he, he's just a monster, man. I saw him Sunday after he left his official visit. Really like Auburn's chances with him. Then Jeffrey Emba, uh, the top junior college defensive lineman, he's going to be announced on December 19th, which is past the early signing period. So I'm guessing he's going to have signed and seen an international attempt before he announces. But there's a lot of optimism at Auburn for him. We, we know Curtis Perry, the four-star defensive lineman from up the road in Pike Road. I know it's Auburn, Alabama for him. And – in my opinion, he's Alabama's until he's not. Uh, yeah, you know, Jake. If, if Alabama wants an in-state guy really, <laughs> really badly, it's, it's it's tough to get them away from him. True. Uh, but but an in-state guy that Auburn does have a really good shot with is, is Tay Woody, a four-star defensive lineman from Lafette, Alabama, who is committed to Florida State. He came in Saturday night for an official visit. Left Sunday night. He says he's going to wait until February, and uh, quite possibly he, he will. But I really feel like Auburn's made a big move for him. So I'm looking at. Jeffrey Emba, I'm looking at Tay Woody, I'm looking at Ichi Sledge. I feel like Auburn's going to, and then of course on the offensive side, EJ Harris, and then Portal, Portal, Portal. Don't forget about Jalen Farmer, three star offensive lineman who was committed to Florida for a while. He's going to wait until February to sign. And then Auburn's keeping uh, Inez Cooper, big offensive tackle from mm-hmm. Pleasant Grove, Fairfield. Sounds right. That sounds, Pleasant Grove sounds right. Yeah. To me. There you go. So a lot of things. I think the offensive line will the needs will be met in the portal and also okay. in February. 
Nice. Well, that's a, that answered my next question. I was going to ask you how aggressive you thought Auburn was going to be in the transfer portal. Uh, you know, do you think they're going to go try and get a quarterback from the portal now that Bo left? I mean, Absolutely. it would just make sense. Okay. Absolutely. I feel like Auburn will sign a quarterback in the portal. T.J. Finley needs a, somebody to, to compete with going into next season. So, yeah, I look for a quarterback, offensive tackle, maybe an edge, linebacker, maybe even a cornerback. Yeah. And uh, my, my last question, we're here with Jeffrey Lee from Auburn Live, the On3 affiliate. Uh, like I said earlier, they're doing a hell of a job, been blowing up since they started, and they're still going and growing. Uh, Jeffrey, I, I want you to look into your, your you know, crystal ball, for lack of a better, better term. Uh, where do you feel, yeah, where do you feel that Auburn is going to finish? I mean, is it a 20-30 range to you? I mean, you, you've been doing this for a while. you got a good feel on it. Kind of what do you think right now in Harson's first full class? I'm thinking top 20, Jake. And maybe okay. even top 15. Now, it's going to de- wow. depend on what others do. But I'm talking about – I'm looking at who I'm thinking Auburn's going to finish with. I, I named off those uh, defensive backs. But let's not forget about four-star linebacker Rock Woodyard, who's committed to Alabama. I feel like Auburn's going to flip him. Uh, let's see. I, I don't see Darius Clemens. You know, yeah, he's been back it. and forth with Auburn, Oregon. He went to Michigan. I just don't, I just never have gotten the vibe. When when Cristobal left to go to Miami, it should have been all Auburn, and it wasn't. He went to Michigan, and that just that was just red flag. So uh, I don't I don't see him. But with those guys that I mentioned and named, I really feel like that's going to put Auburn mm-hmm. pushing a top fifteen class. But I certainly think top twenty. I said it the other day. It's either going to be really good or really really good. I don't feel like yeah. Auburn's going to bottom out this 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 class uh, this early. Definitely. Well, Jeffrey, I know y'all got some great deals and promotions still going on over there, man. Uh, anything you'd like to let the audience know if, they, if they're looking for a place to get the news? Yeah, Auburn Live on three. We've got a seven-day free trial right now. Uh, after that, it's like eight bucks a month, man. It's, uh, it's like a cute puppy. You can't beat it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, Jeffrey. I appreciate it, brother. Let's do this again soon. Appreciate you having me on, Jake. All right, brother. All right, Jay Lee kicking off our pre-signing day special. We've got Rusty Menzel in the house here in about 15 minutes. And guess what, Georgia fans? Tell your friends. Y'all get to ask him questions. Recruiting, whatever. We're going to have Bama, A&M tomorrow, Florida, LSU, and I'm working on a ton. All right, I'm working on There's only so many minutes in the show. But, Blaine, let's go to the Booster Club real quick. Hit me with a couple questions real quick. All right, one second, one second. He's diving. He's diving. Going below the surface, checking for danger. All right, if you're Auburn, what are the top – if you give your top three quarterbacks that could go get one to three, what are the order of the best to worst? Keaton Slovis, one. Dylan Gabriel, two. Three to me would be, hmm, it's a good one. Not sold on Calzada, man. I'm just not. Max? Max would probably be three. Is it Max? Max Johnson? I think so. Max Johnson would be three. Where's Martinez in all this from Nebraska? No, get away from me. Seen it. Seen the product. Don't want it. (laughs) They got better. The man is the the oval. They got better. (laughs) Look, the the, the man is the Ovaltine of chocolate milk. Will I drink it? Yeah. Is it the best? No. Not it. Look, Adrian Martinez ain't coming to the SEC balling. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Got a question here from Eric Anderson. Do you think Texas reportedly paying Ewers? Ewers. Ewers. Four million will cause problems in the locker room. <laughs> it's going to cause problems somewhere. Listen, he's pay- if I'm a teammate and we go out to eat, you're paying, buddy. Like, it's not even close. But, look, Texas, Texas actually got smart. Now, look, there's no rules right now really in NIL, so this could come back to haunt them with kind of what them and some other schools are doing. But they put a lot of money up for offensive linemen, and what happens? Kelvin Banks. So somebody got smart. Because it's great to pay the quarterback. That's great. But if you can't block for him, 
or you don't have a run game that you can lean on. When I, as I use the basketball analogy, when the three's not falling, can I throw it to the post or can we drive? Mm-hmm. Then it's not going to work. You see pitchers in baseball. The best pitchers in the world have bad outings, but they get a lot more outings than the 12 games you're guaranteed in, in college football, and a lot more can go haywire in college football than it can in Major League Baseball. So, to me, the, the, will it cause a problem in the locker room? If he's balling, no. If you're balling, no. Now, if you, you come pull a Spencer Rattler mm-hmm. and you're driving around in a, in a caddy made out of gold, people can get pissed off, especially if I'm like the guard or the three-tech, and I'm down there in the mud, working, physical. That's the guys I'd get. That's what I'd get pissed off at. But here, hold on. Let me pick this twist up from the 6'3", 245-pound linebacker runs 4'4". Oh, by the way, here's another $2 million for you, QB. You better make the throw. To me, it puts more pressure on him. For $4 million? Are they paying Taylor Heineke $4 million at the Redskins? I mean, I don't know. Put more pressure. You're paid either way, buddy. But still, no. These guys, look. Yeah, these guys, that's... look, look. These guys want to perform. Yeah. But see, I don't know the stipulations on these deals. Yeah. You know, like, what happens? What happens if you break your ankle the first game? What happens? Is there an insurance policy like we see guys get, uh, uh, you know, before they go to the NFL? Is that type? I don't know. Because guess what? I haven't seen the, the contract. I haven't seen the state. Do you have to eat, like, five Robin's burgers, like, to get I, I don't a week? I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. But Texas, look, pole assassin. They're throwing money. They're throwing money. And it's gonna, they're going to get good players. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. I can tell you how the story ends. Ends one of two ways. One, they get really good players. Nothing happens with investigations, and Texas does well. Two, they get really good players, and they get buried because they did something they weren't supposed to or yeah. is frowned upon. But, again, Look, it uh, takes a lot for them to go after yeah. Texas. Sometimes it you takes gotta, a lot. Sometimes you have to, have to ask for forgiveness and not permission. Yeah, it's, look, Texas, that's true. I think the, the, the pole assassin situation was just a test. Like, it was How a much test. can we get away with here? Yeah. All right, pass that one. Yeah. Let's move on. We're good. <laughs> Give me 500000 for the O-line. Go yeah. to the vault. We got it. It's like, hold on, let me get a cup of oil. Wait, it still works. So, at the end of the day, it is what it is. But I want to talk about this Ryan Day situation. It's hot. Trace Armstrong, agent going to the Bears, his client's Ryan Day. We've heard some rumbling. They don't like Matt Nagy at all. We don't talk about NFL on here, but we watch. I keep up with it. Chicago fans are not happy with Matt Nagy at all. I think he's gone to the clown after the end of the year. And here's where, and look, 2021's still going, people. What's today, the 13th? Mm-hmm. So we still got a while for what's been the craziest year on the field and off the field, in my opinion, in college football. But if Ryan Day goes to the Bears, how the hell does Luke Fickle not go to Ohio State? This is Look, you said Notre Dame and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Mario Cristobal going to Miami because what? He got, hold on, who is it? Oh, it's Mama? Oh, it's time to come home? Before the streetlights go off? Okay, I'm coming home. For how much? Doesn't matter. It's Mama. Yep. So... Luke Fickle's from Columbus, Ohio. Like, this isn't a, I'm from Missouri, went to Ohio State, I love mm. Ohio State. The man took his first breath of Columbus, yeah. Ohio air. He woke up there. He woke up there. That's, a, that's where he woke up. Came out. Looked around. Probably made a few checks, seeing where the doctors were. Make sure they were gap sound. But that's where he's from. So how would it not be Luke Fickle? He'd be the first call. Yes. First he may call. be the only call. Yeah. Because if not, who else can call it? Ghostbusters? It's getting, it's getting pretty late. But Ryan Day goes to the Bears? You want to talk about pandemonium? Could you imagine? Mm. <laughs> it's like that Switchfoot song. I can only imagine. 
if Ryan Day goes. It's just going to add another crazy cra- another crazy caveat in what's been a crazy year. And you know what? I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I, I, what, did, I, what did Aldo Rain say? I, Buddy, it's good for business, and business is, is a, a booming. Boomin'. Yes, sir. I heard a few things here. That, so I was heard USC was all over Luke Fickle, but they wanted like him to leave Cincinnati early. And he said no. Mm-mm. You know, I mean, those kids have grinded for him. And look Grind. at that. They're in the playoff you spot. You know? uh, and I heard that he wasn't that happy with OSU after – he, when he was the interim head coach towards the end of that. Okay, I get that. They had an opportunity to go get Urban Meyer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you're going to go get Urban Meyer. Don't okay? get me started on Urban Meyer. When the two jobs that you would leave any place for come open a week apart from each other, and one of them's been filled now, if the second one were to happen, which I don't know. I, look, I don't know if Ryan Day is going to leave this job. Okay, but if it were to happen, like Luke Fickle, he have to take that job. You gotta right? take it. There's no you way. Got, I don't, you, there is no guarantee you'll ever have this chance again. And guess again, what? Yeah. You are hot, one of them. You are hotter right now than you will ever be. Ever. Yeah. True. You are hotter right now than you will ever be. What's the old saying? Strike while the iron's hot. Yep. Yes. Who's well, the, guess what? It's sizzling right yeah. now. Who's the quarterback for the Bears? Justin, I can run it all over the fields. <laughs> Amazing how things are starting to add up a little bit. It is. Huh? Wow. You're right. Wow, that's some. Yeah, that's some. Insane. Where's the dreidel? Where's Leo DiCaprio with the briefcase and the gun? We got to get out of here. <laughs> but no, I mean, again, how do you not take it for Luke Fickle? What's the Booster Club saying, Bun? Um, I put a poll out. Ooh, right, we're back. Hope we're you didn't back. Hit anybody? We're, no. Well, maybe. All right. Who is the best QB in the transfer portal? There's three options here. Ooh, three. All right. Wow. Bo Nix. Triple? You're running the triple over yeah, there. Yeah. Paul Johnson. Stop but the dive. Bo Nix, Dylan Gabriel, and Slovis. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Are so, we prices right in this yeah, thing? Yeah, we'll tell. We're we, pricing right. We haven't done we this with the. I want to start three. with Cone. Yeah, I'll start. We haven't done this with the three okay. yet. Uh, the Hydra. Let's see. I don't think the Booster Club is very happy with Bo Nix right now. So mm. let's see. Take I don't know. I bet it's 50 50. 50 on the three way? I see. I see what you're saying. Okay. I will say Slovis. Three way. Slovis, 38%. Okay. I'm going to say Slovis. Oh, yes. 39%. Ooh, come on, 37. Wow. So this is what it is. Dylan Gabriel. I was going to go Ooh, Dylan. Dark Angel. 7%. You were right on the kick. Slovis comes in with a 32%. Okay. And there's Bonex with a 29%. Okay, wow. okay, okay. That, the, the, the three options, very interesting. Fascinating. There. It's very, it's like the all-star I special. I love it. Take Keep that. it going. Smothered, covered, mash, dash, mm. gash, nash, and, and crash. A little Waffle House on a Sunday morning. Where's oh. Gus? Got a uh, question here from Kendrick Washington. Hashtag Ask J-Boy. What do you think about Miles Brennan and Max, and who do you think is better? Man, I keep forgetting about Miles Brennan. Yep. Mm-hmm. I keep forgetting about that. I'm on a boat. Yeah. Don't slip. <laughs> but, okay. Here, you, this is philosophical. Okay, so it, a lot of it depends on the system. If it is a system where it is true drop back and the quarterback run game is, is more pro style, you're not seeing a lot of it. Miles Brennan is the guy. To me, he's a better passer than what Max Johnson is. I'm not saying Max Johnson is a bad passer, but if I had to pick somebody to throw it in a net and and have the best percentage out of 10 throws standing there, I'm taking Miles Brennan. But if I run an offense that has zone read principles, that utilizes the quarterback run, it's Max Johnson. So it's philosophical. That's where we got to make sure we got to be smarter fans we got to be smarter analysts of the game. It's not so much about saying, well, is he better than him? If they're two different types of players, it's hard to compare that. It's apples and oranges. 
It's about the fit. If it is true pro style, drop back, play action, under center. We're going through progressions, making reads, throwing it. The only time you're running is when we hit the eject button. And maybe a QB draw every now and then just to, you know, keep him honest. Keep him honest. It's Miles Brennan. But if you want a guy, and to me, as a defensive guy, I always worry. I would rather face a really good thrower of the ball with no legs than a good thrower of the ball with good legs. I have to defend more space. I have to CYA up front. With Miles Brennan, if I'm running two-man on, on third and eight, which two-man is where everybody's man underneath, the safeties are high, almost at cover two depth. They're playing halves, but you can cheat it to the receiver you're worried about. And you stunt the front because what happens is the mic's sitting there, and if the back goes, if they're in 10 personnel mm-hmm. shotgun, so two by two, the mic's got to go with the back. So you have nobody when he breaks that front line of defense to be able to, to stop him if he gets yeah. by it. That's why you stunt the front. But you feel a lot better about it if it's Miles Brennan than Max Johnson because if Max Johnson breaks that first level, he could go all the way. If Miles Brennan does, you may give up 12, 15. You're going to be able to rally. But again, it's about the fit. Win in the water cooler, right? You look at the style, then you make the decision. Because they're not going to the same place, and these guys are smart. They're not going to go to a place where they don't fit. They're not going to go try and, and – you're not going to see Miles Brennan go play at Army, run the triple. It's not what you're going to get. It's about the fit. It's about the system. Yeah, especially this, now that you can't do the fake slide, man. Which, there are drop-back you know passers Again. everywhere that, that, saw an, Again. that they saw an opportunity to Some, be mobile. I want somebody <laughs> just to look me in the eyes and explain to me – and I guess trying to make sense of the NCAA is, is just pointless. How can we change? And I'm glad they changed the rule. Kenny Pickett timed it, timeout timed in them. That's what he did. Timeout, guys. Oh, time in. <laughs> works every but, time. But, yeah, 60% of the time it works every time. Yeah. But how can we fix this rule in a week? But, y'all, it takes an act of the Continental Congress for us to get anything else done, like targeting. Can't do it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like there's a block. You, you think the NCAA is going to help the defense? Yeah, that's Come true. On, bro. People well, like no, score touchdowns. They, they did. I guess this is their, their here you go defense. Yeah. We won't let them cheat, but we kind of will. We, yeah, they couldn't let this go by. No, no. Yeah, they, look, there's he, no way. Look, and Kenny Pickett, Revo- you found the cheat code. Revolutionary. I said, listen. I don't see people give this what, man enough credit. Kenny Pickett did what Brett Favre did to shaving. He changed the game. Never forget that. Microtouch. Copperfit commercials, man. Copperfit. Wow. I got, <laughs> they got Jerry Rice now, yeah, too. Yeah, Jerry Rice. I got to run 4-4 again. Wow, Copperfit. What a combination. Look, if you're playing against Brett oh, Favre and Jerry oh, Rice Favre in a pick oh. Yeah, if you're, playing, you imagine, if you're playing against them in a pickup game. Can you imagine, game? like, you're telling your wife, like, you, you're waiting all week. Work's been hard. The kids won't shut up. You know, this and you're like, guess what? Sunday, we're going to go play a pickup game. And, and I'm really excited because they said the team we're playing is the best team. And, you know, it's fun. It's your yeah. way of competing. You've been out of college for 25 years. You hadn't had an bat that matters or a snap that mattered in forever, and you go out there and you're out there, you know, stretching like the guy's about to catch the garter belt on the Fansville commercial, got your eye black on, your arm sleeves, and you look across the field, and it's Brett Favre throwing the Jerry Rice day ruiner. It's not, even not worse. Even, yeah. it's, even worse. it's even worse when you see them wearing the copper yeah, braces. Yeah. Because then, it's just like me on the yeah. tennis court, then you think you have a chance, yeah. and then you get torched. Well, well no, to, me, torched. to me, if you know it well enough, you're like, well, I heard Jerry's knee messed up. And you're like, Wait, look. <laughs> yeah. He's wearing the copper. Yeah, this oh, we're giving copper yeah. free commercial. The, the, the only thing that's scaring Brett Favre yeah. and Jerry Rice. I didn't know Brett copper Favre worked and that Jerry good. Rice wearing copper fits. It's like Bam yeah. in the playoffs, man. That, that's exactly right. But, anyways, what do we got from the Booster Club? A couple questions here. Maybe a little, two, a little two, two for one right here. Two birds, one stone. Wow. Colin Gorham with the question. 
go, go ham, go ham. Thoughts on Hooker returning and being a long shot Heisman? All right, and he comes in with another question: Is how can Michigan beat UGA, and is the mailman starting for Georgia? <laughs> Carl Malone mailman plays for the, Georgia. Mailman, the no. accountant. Okay, first question: Hendon Hooker to me, him and KJ Jefferson, and I could even say Bo Nix before he got hurt made the biggest jumps on the field I saw at quarterback from playing because Hendon Hooker played at Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. To going to Tennessee, remember, started out, it wasn't sunshine and rainbows, and he figured it out. But another year in that system where you're even more comfortable with it. You're more comfortable with the play calling. You're more comfortable with the tempo. Tennessee next year is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous team. Because they're one of those programs. You give them a little spark. They haven't had one. They're hungrier than Tom uh, Hanks on Castaway, eating rats and seashells. Speaking to a volleyball. So... I think that, and again, what are we not seeing around college football? It's one word, stability. You could even say continuity. You bring back a quarterback that was effective, that got better and better and better, and you know Josh Heupel is going to be able to add a few more wrinkles in there with him, and a guy you can trust? Tennessee's scary. Because, again, they've got their backs against the wall. Like, they're all in this together. Mm -hmm. Like, Tennessee, you know what that does when you've lost like that for so long? You find out. You find out who the real ones are. You look at Nebraska, circling the wagons, pun intended. Like, once it starts going good, huh, and Tennessee already on Twitter is dominant. Yeah. It's dominant. So, when I look at Hendon Hooker coming back, they're stirring that pot up there in Knoxville, and it's smelling mighty, mighty good. Now, to the second question. How does Michigan beat Georgia? Easy answer easy answer the elder wand no i'm just kidding um here's here's the way this is gonna have to go for georgia i mean for michigan i feel like in this game the team that has the most pass attempts loses i think that's the stat you need to look at there's a lot of stats the teams that had the team between georgia and michigan that has the most pass attempts loses so if you're michigan Number one, you need to get after georgia and they can get after georgia on offense for a while the question the question is you got three to five plays that separate this game. Does Michigan have the ability to quick strike score against Georgia the way that Bama did? I will say it again. I will say it again. And I'll say it a, a, a third time. Thrice. That's what I was looking for. You will not go 9, 10, 11, 12 plays consistently against Georgia down the field and score it. You're not. You have to chunk them to death. Big plays, because guess what? The secondary, while it's untested, you get in that red zone, geometry, geometry makes them better. Shrinks the field. That's part of it. Second biggest stat to me, red zone conversion, field goal to touchdown. Mm-hmm. I see this game. I think, I think Georgia covers. I have a hard time seeing Michigan being able to run the ball. And if Michigan cannot run the ball, McNamara is going to have to try and throw them to the win. And I don't think they have the dudes on the outside. They don't have Jamison Williams. They don't. They don't. That You need an alien out there. Michigan is Haskins, unbelievable back. They've got great backs. But guess what? That's what Georgia's built to stop. Mm-hmm. Jordan Davis is three people. I mean, he is, he is a triplet in one person. So Michigan has got to find a way to hit big plays. Not 20-yard plays, 60-yard plays. 
you're gonna have to you're gonna have to throw one on one balls and hope you get a pass interference and make a big play. You're just gonna have to. Well, they need to set those up too. You, you, you don't just, by, just like we're talking about Alabama. Exactly, running the ball. Well, and what I was saying with similar to what I was saying with Alabama, quick game your way to set that up. You need to have everything modified working. runs, uh, screen game. Okay, quick game. Th- that will help you do what you really want to do which is run mm-hmm. the football. And, e- I mean, you're not going to rush for f- – Hassan Haskins isn't going to rush for five touchdowns against Georgia. But if you can quick game your way to being able to run the football at least effectively, that will then help you hit some hole shots and hit some vertical balls. Even if they're not 85-yard touchdowns, even if they're not that, 35-yard plays, okay, will then help you run the ball even better and set up the play action. So, I mean, we'll see. It should be a fantastic ball game. I think Rusty might have something to say about it. Definitely, too. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Elvis Presley. Did, oh, no, I'm just man. kidding. <laughs> Rusty Manzel, Dog247. Excited to get you in here, man. I've had you a bunch. Um, you know, uh, via via Zoom, VMix, whatever it is, <laughs> now we get you in person, brother. I appreciate you coming and hanging out. Man. Most important thing, like, I'm young Elvis. Young not, Elvis. Not old Elvis. Old Elvis. Elvis was a no, disaster. Not cheeseburger. That, that's no, all right, no, Mama no, Elvis. No, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> there you go. There you no go. Doubt. Well, all right, Rusty. I want to talk a little bit about this this Michigan matchup. We were just talking about it. We're going to have the Booster Club. You guys, ask questions. We're going to throw them to Rusty. He's going to be here for – got to be out by yeah. four, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, 14, I'd be good. Oh, there we go. We're going to get a little extra flavor. Maybe I regret that. But yeah, yeah, I'm, no, I'm get, I got yeah, a little extra. Well, maybe you will. <laughs> uh, so, Rusty, first off, because I want to get into recruiting. Mm-hmm. got signing day Wednesday. That's like a Christmas for Georgia fans the way Kirby is. I mean, you got more stalls, stars than a Stephen Hawking exhibit. <laughs> this Michigan matchup. Mm-hmm. I said earlier, I think the team with the most pass attempts loses. I like Georgia to cover because I don't see a way Michigan can consistently run the ball. And it's funny, when you look at Georgia and Michigan identity-wise, they do very similar things. I just think Georgia has better personnel. Georgia's built to stop the run. I mean, that front seven, um, I mean, Alabama did a little bit. They ran, but nobody has consistently just lined up and moved them. Now, the pass rush which Michigan's not built like Alabama. Mm-hmm. I just think when you look at Jordan Davis, Devontae White, Jalen Carter, Trevon, Trevon Walker, N'Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, those guys, they are built to mash you inside the box. So that's going to be, to me, what works a lot in Georgia's favor. Um, I watched a lot of Michigan, and those two defensive ends are freak shows. They are. So Georgia's got their hands full completely with those two guys on the edge. But I think the matchup that really favors Georgia – is that inside the box, man? Yeah, they can completely. And I, I, I always uh, steal this term from Barton Simmons. Georgia can flat out suffocate you. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's like a python. They're going to yep. squeeze you to death over yep. four quarters. Now, you know, I also made the point. Alabama hit them with big plays. Sure. Because you have guys like Jamison Williams. Like I don't see Michigan having that guy. I almost wonder. And Cone, hop in here on this if you don't mind. If J.J. McCarthy is going to get really involved in the quarterback run game to give them an extra hat in the box, especially on yeah. early downs, yeah. is that something you see happening? you got to make Georgia defend 11 people. You have because to. Because if they don't respect that guy, and I've always said this about Alabama back in the day, you look at the, the dominating defenses, you look at like Derrick Brown and those dudes, if they knew where that quarterback was sitting and where he's going to be, you're in trouble. For sure. Because those guys are coming. So I think you got to move it around, give them some options. I certainly like – I think that idea, you could throw some packages in. Yeah, red zone too. So we're like, hey, man, you got to defend 11 people now. Yeah. yeah. I think you will see J.J. McCarthy and more than just for his running ability. I think they're going to bring him in to throw the ball a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Okay, and here's why. Because now they're playing – Michigan's playing with house money. If you misuse J.J. McCarthy against Ohio and you lose to them for a seventh year in a row, yeah. now you're talking about maybe I lose my job. because. After 
the only State other game too. you lost was Michigan State, and it maybe got misused. Some some people were telling me Cade McNamara may have been in the tent. Mm-hmm. There was some talk about that. But still, you misuse him against Ohio, you're in trouble. You misuse him in the Big Ten championship game, it's still not really good. Now you're playing with house money against a yeah. Georgia team you're not supposed to beat. I think they will bring him in to run the football in the red zone, but yeah. I think they're going to bring him in to throw the ball some too. I bet you $100 they run a jump pass if they get inside the 5 with JJ, time. I Look, guarantee yeah, you that. If you're Michigan, you're bringing out all the stops. For this. You, you, all, have to, you it's have the bourbon to. bowl. You can't hold <laughs> anything back. No doubt. No doubt. But, no uh, doubt. Rusty, let, let's talk a little bit of recruiting too. We know that Georgia has become, you know, one of the top in the country. Kirby, you know, learned from Obi-Wan over there at Alabama. How big of a class is this going to be for Georgia? How many needs were filled? We'll get to surprises and stuff like that in a second. Well, I think Georgia fans have come accustomed to Kirby Smart is going to have a hell of a class. I, yeah. mean, you're just, I mean, whether it's one, two, or three, it really does. I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be a big class. I think the biggest thing, Georgia fans, I get this every day, wide receiver recruiting. Where's our five-star wide receivers? You know, where's the guys? We're losing those battles. You look at Alabama. They've watched Alabama. What's been the difference between Georgia and Alabama the last couple of times? Out wide. Wide receiver. Yep. You look at 2020, Devontae Smith. Georgia played them with Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle. Yep. So, I mean, you're trying to match up all these guys, Henry Ruggs, Ruddle, all, uh, all those dudes. So, when you look at that, Georgia fans are like, hey, where is our guy? Well, we got George Pickens, but he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. We got Arian Smith. He's been hurt. You know, they've had, they've had some guys. They don't have the depth. Alabama lost Jalen Waddle, who I thought was the best player in college football mm-hmm. at the time he got hurt. They didn't skip a beat. No. They didn't put the next guy in. You know what I mean? So you look at Jamison Williams. He was I, I was elevated in the press box. So when they threw that touchdown the second half, when he split Keelan Ringo and Lewis Seen, He runs just like Waddle, Rusty. He I runs mean, just like bigger, him. And he's, he's bigger. bigger. Yeah. He's bigger. So when he did a stutter and go on Keelan Ringo, who, by the way, Keelan Ringo is laser 10-400. Yeah. So you got to get your hands on an athlete like that. They didn't get their hands on him, and he splits two NFL guys. And, oh, by the way, a five-star quarterback drops it in the in bucket. bucket. Yeah. That's the difference. So Georgia fans are like, where is our Jamison Williams? I think that's the next step for Georgia. They got to get elite on the edge. Yeah, and it's a great point too. And you can't mix that with a quarterback like Stetson Bennett, who no. look, I love Stetson. The players love Stetson. We have Jamari he, he on here he make all throw. the time. He's no. not He's not, not that, that guy. He's no. not doing what Bryce did. Difference between George no. and Alabama in that game. Yeah. You know, outside of the pass rush being stifled, which opened up and cut, you could see that wound a yeah. little bit. One team had Bryce Young. One team had Stetson Bennett. And you know, some guys can create. Even though I didn't think Stetson was horrible in that yeah. game. But again, I'm not going to ask the Baker to play the piano. Yeah. Like that's not what I'm going to do. Yeah. But I, I do want you. You brought up George Pickens. Mm-hmm. How big of a factor do you – I mean, is he all the way back? He made a hell of a catch against Alabama. Be, he looked like he, he was that, back. That three weeks would be big to him because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I kept telling, you know, Georgia fans, like, he's going to be a big deal. He's not going to be a big deal. Now, he might make a play or two. There's a difference in practice ready and that That's game exactly sweat. Right. That game sweat. And he got the game sweat. Played a little, He made a guest appearance against Georgia Tech. But him catching a ball against them, I, I tell you what, um, you know, I looked at some of the Michigan defensive backs, and they're really physical guys, but they don't have huge size. They're not Patrick Sertain, Tyson Campbell, mm-hmm. 6'2", freakazoids. So you start talking about George Pickens and get himself back, that's a guy that may not be getting enough press if we go into a game like that because he has been, like Cincinnati game last year, he was lights out in that game for Georgia. Yeah, and <clears throat> there's a hidden element here. George Pickens, just by being out there, yes. dictates what you have to do. You have to know where he is. You ha- and, again, as an off- if you're an offensive guy, and I know that George Pickens is out there. I know who you're bracketing. I know who it is. So I'm going to work to the other side if you want to use two. We'll give, give him a little touch every now and then and make him have to go back to it. It's kind of like doubling a shooter. You know, you leave, you leave a guy open. But yeah, I, I do, Rusty, who are a few names in this class that Georgia fans need to be watching mm-hmm. 
today, tomorrow, and Wednesday to kind of add the cherry on top of what's been a, a flavorful class? Well, my phone, I'll, I'll, I'll go by the dictation off that in the message boards today. Uh, it's obviously Marvin Jones Jr., who many think <sighs> is, a, is a top. His dad's a dog. He's a top guy, an uh, edge guy. He was in Athens this weekend with his mom. So, I, you know, I'll say this. The timing of Dan Lanning wasn't great. But had he not been on Georgia's campus this weekend when that mm-hmm. happened, where they couldn't sit him down and talk to him and his family, say, "Look, this is what we're doing," because if this guy's at Alabama or Tennessee this weekend where they can't talk to him, it's a wrap. They're yeah. not getting him. But Dan Landing was Dan Landing was there for most of the weekend, so I'm sure Dan Landing got a chance to talk to the kid too. Say, yeah. "Look, man, this this is still Georgia." So if they wind up getting the five-star edge rusher, it was it was really good news that he was. They saved their last visit to Georgia, so they were able to get in front of him. Mm-hmm. Dalen Everett's a guy that just decommitted from Clemson, IMG defensive back corner. Yeah, he went that. to Alabama this weekend. So uh, Georgia fans desperately looking at that. That's the name I hear the most because he's a 6'1", 185-pound corner. There's not many guys like mm. that in this class. They had the hips like that. you got to be able to run. You know, I don't think people realize. I went down to um, American Heritage a couple years ago, and I remember walking in, and they were seniors, and I saw – Tyson Campbell and Patrick Sertain for the first time, and I was like, "You got to be <laughs> kidding Grown me! Men. You got to be ki- these two dudes in high school, and and both what was one was a first round draft pick, that was like the second pick in the second yeah, round. Yep. There's not many of those. So Dalen Everett to me is one of those guys. And uh, you, you know, too, uh, I know we're going back and forth here, but just having questions of Blaine Booster Club hot. You got some questions there. The JT Daniels situation. I don't want to dive too. You can't put him in now, right? Yeah. Like, like there's no way. Uh, no. You, you got to play Stetson. If they were going to put him in, I said this, they would have put him in after he threw the pick six yeah. to Jordan Battle. You would have seen him. Kirby's not saying, all right, we're just going to hold no. JT Daniels. Is no. there something going on, or is it just People, it is what it is? I, I think it's just, you know, the only thing, the only thing that's kind of stood out to me the whole time about this was Nolan Smith's comments after the Florida game. And he comes out and says, hey, Stetson Bennett's our guy. Mm-hmm. I believe in him. I know all these fans are saying, we believe in Stetson Bennett. Now, I don't know that that – but that's locker room, and that's a guy on that defense that's, that's respected in that room. So when a guy comes out and says Stetson Bennett's our guy, to me, that tells me he's got the locker room. That's Oh, for sure. Jamari's the same way. So sure. would you say that Stetson Bennett will play every snap of the Orange Bowl, regardless of the situation? Um, here's, my, here's, my, here's my other flip side of Stetson Bennett. You got two samples of him versus Alabama. Mm-hmm. Regardless mm-hmm. of how he played or what you think, he lost both games by 17. So you got to think, hey, if we're doing well, if we're up, do we play JT to get him some game sweat, knowing that in 10 days or eight days from now, we may have to play this guy against yeah. Alabama? You never if somebody gets hurt either. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he hasn't played in a while. He hasn't played any meaningful minutes in a long time. So to me, it's all going to be about this spring, this 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 bowl type practice and that kind of thing. But right now, everything they have shown is Stetson. They're going with Stetson Bennett, and this is their team. So, I think I looked, I watched that game. Alabama's going to score thirty if they play Georgia again. They're yeah. going to score thirty. You just can't sit. You can't shut them down. I mean, they're just going to score. You got to score with them. Now, can Georgia? slow the game down and run. I, I felt like Georgia abandoned the run a little bit early to me yeah. the mm-hmm. guy behind kind of pen I thought Georgia was doing a really good job running the ball so can they shorten the time of the game a little bit uh, but they're going to have to score points and, yeah. and and I do think and again you know I, I've talked about on here Georgia the, Jordan Davis and those guys came back for this game no doubt they came back for this game but we are dealing with human beings sure Bama's back was against the wall oh yeah, man Georgia knew they were in this isn't an excuse or whatever Georgia knew they were in Bama was fighting had all the rap poison Nick Saban even said it 
Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. It's hard now when you're the number one team to go back in there and say, you know what? We're still the underdog. Now, Kirby is going to flip the script and use that, the same thing that he learned from Obi-Wan that Obi-Wan pulled on him. (laughs) Yeah. And and flip it again and say, you know what? Y'all came back for this, and we didn't get the job done. But guess what? You get a chance to get that. Because, I, look, I think they're going to beat Michigan, and I want to ask you about Alabama and Cincinnati in a minute. But, Blaine, let's get to the booster club. Hey, quick. you combine that with the fact it's already hard to beat a team twice in a yeah. year anyway. Yep. Yeah. But Yeah, I got a question here from the DGD podcast. Oh, DG Rusty. What's your thoughts on Chandler Smith? Well, I heard today, and somebody made the comment, he ran a win aided. So, I – I want to run all my 40s win. Me too. There's a big fan behind him. <laughs> Me but too. I, but I heard he ran a win-aided 10-200. That so, is so fast. So, I mean, it's like somebody's like put a, a, you know, an asterisk. He ran a 10-2, but it's win-aided. When you're running 10-2, Look, the yeah. win doesn't yeah. matter. I didn't, so, what, you, were you falling out of a plane? <laughs> so uh, you want to talk about a guy that can knock the top off coverage? This guy was committed to Florida. They opened up with Mullen. So then he comes back and says, hey, I'm open. Georgia comes in. So what, what Georgia, can they get in him? He's a guy I think's going to Georgia. We'll know tomorrow around noon. He's a guy that's legit 10-3-5. Legit. Which Ooh. if people don't realize, that is absolutely skating you're Chrissy flying. Yamaguchi yeah. style. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're flying. I remember standing at the 100 when Darius Slayton ran by me at 10-5-5, and I thought, man, that dude is rolling. Bullet Darius, train. Darius Slayton, he was rolling at state championships. And then you start talking about somebody who runs a 10-3-5 yeah. in a 6 185 frame. I gotta have those guys. Arian Smith's that guy, but Arian Smith's hurt. Yeah, yep. Georgia has to have him, but he's hurt. Yeah, I've always wanted to know what it feels like to run that fast and throw a baseball 99 miles per hour. Yeah, just to know what it feels like, right? Just to know what it feels like. One gotta, time, maybe you should fall on your arm like like that kid yeah. did. Maybe that's he did a, do that. What was the name of that movie? R- uh, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Little Big League. Or? Kid was throwing gas. Then he hit him with the Ephus to win it. I love <laughs> it. You got a question here from the Salty Dog. All right, the hashtag, saltiest of dogs. Hashtag Ask Rusty. It's a thing. Who do you think? Uh, Georgia will close to help uh, this wide receiver position. In the See class. Yeah. I think I think Chandler Smith's the guy they need. Um, they went in on uh, Marcarius White, the kid out of Birmingham, Alabama, was committed to Tennessee. Didn't get him. They called him Squirrel, uh, five ten, one fifty. He's another like ten five hundred meter guy, Witch. real real jitterbug. But uh, I think CJ Smith's the guy. You know, I've been rounding back and forth. Does Georgia get in a portal wide receiver wise? I don't know. They have to get in a the portal. They can get their guys healthy, man. They got mm-hmm. Dominique Blaylock's out. I mean, freaking Kyrus Jackson's been hurt off and on. Arian Smith's a guy. Uh, they got to get Jermaine Burton involved. So I'm not sure they go in the portal, but I think they'll peep in there if somebody pops in. A uh, Jamison Williams type, they would. Uh, yeah. Georgia tried to recruit him. I mean, I, I don't know that people. Georgia tried to get in on him, but he went to Alabama. Yeah, you, you know, too. You think they'll go to the portal for a quarterback? Georgia? No, I don't no? think so. Uh, okay. And you haven't heard anything about Tank Bigsby? You know, I keep hearing that rumor. I'm and telling listen, you. I heard that last year. Okay, I kept hearing Tank Bigsby's going in. I kept hearing it from a lot of people. And I, at one point, I thought, this kid's going to the portal. Never did. No. So, all of a sudden, now it heats back up. He's going to the portal. I don't know. I'll have to see it. I'll have yeah. to see it for a forward out. I thought it would be yeah. interesting if Georgia went in for uh, for Slovis, and then he and JT could be teammates again. <laughs> oh, <no? laughs> God. D- disaster. The train leaves Delaware at 12 p.m. Okay, right, Blaine, Slo- what are you talking about, Slovis? Look. That dude's a dude, man. Oh, oh he's yeah. a monster. Slovis that, is the man. Tell you something. That, that, that guy right there, that he's he has changed some rooms today. There's some people looking at recruiting boards going, wait a minute. For sure. We I, I already know a, a couple. We got to make it. And obviously with He's the Auburn got two Bo years, Nicks, too. Two years. Yep. He's got two years. All right, Blaine, what else we got? Uh, I got a question here from Drew Dismukes. Hashtag Ask Rusty. Do you Double think D. Arch Manning ends up at Ole Miss? If not, what are the top schools that you think have the best chance? I'm going to tell you something that, that 
people that know this, that really know what's going on here, that Jeff Lebby to Huge. Oklahoma. Huge. Said it. I, I'm telling you right now. He was closer with Lebby than he was with Kiffin. I'm just telling y'all. I, I, I'm I'm 1,000% with you. So there's there's a couple of people in their circle that they trust. They really like Monken at Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Lebby was a guy they really liked. So him going to Oklahoma, you better watch Oklahoma now. Uh, look, I, I, think I think Georgia. Right. I think Georgia – they got a ton of connections. This kid, people people don't realize this. Peyton Manning and Kirby Smart are pretty tight. Really? People don't realize that they're pretty tight, and um, you know, so there, there's that connection. Then you have Matt Luke and e, and and uh, Eli Manning that yep. play together at Ole Miss, so they know each other. There's a lot of connection there, uh, but I do think Oklahoma is a new team. You better, yeah. You know, everybody thought Texas. Now they get Hewers. Quinn. So now you better start thinking about Oklahoma with Levy there. That's a team you better watch out for. Is Arch Manning going to be the most highly rated recruit that that would just the fanfare and hype? Not he's a really good he's player. He's going to have the most hype. It's, he's going to have the most hype. This is going to be bananas. They, this. they are handling him as well as anybody. Can. Yep. Yeah. But from what I was told, their NIL is not a big deal to them. That's not a big deal because they want him to earn that yeah. NIL. And they're not hurting for money. They're not, they're not worried about their power bill. Nobody in the family yeah. is. So, but I'm just saying that they want him to go somewhere and earn his stuff, not, not walk in. Because every college in America could throw a, a, the biggest NIL deal at him anywhere. You know, okay. Texas, Alabama, Auburn, Clemson, Georgia. They could all say, we got one waiting on you if you want to come here. That's not a big deal. It's structure. It's offense, fit, and those types of things. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. Well, well, Rusty, I want to play a game. We'll get back to the Booster Club. I'm going to give you some new hires, and I just want an A through F report card grade on what Oof. you think. Don't need a little curveball here. Keep Oof. your hands back. Go the other way. Let's <laughs> believe in it. Lincoln Riley to USC. Uh, a. Brian Kelly to LSU. Mm, C plus. Brian Kelly Southern accent. F. <laughs> <laughs> and that starts with the family. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and my family. Seats taken. Seats taken. Man, I couldn't believe that one. Billy Napier. Um, I think it's okay. a B. I think it's a B plus. I think here's what I know about Billy Napier. He's incredibly organized. But here's what he's not getting credit for. This guy can freaking recruit. Yeah. And the people that's going to work for him are going to be able to recruit. Mm-hmm. He's been in Alabama. He's been at Clemson. He knows. He knows exactly how to recruit. And I'll tell you this. Uh, they're going to have some big battles on their hands. But those guys in Florida, look at Mario. You're going to ask about Mario? Yeah, it's next up. I would go Mario B-plus as well Yeah, um, because those guys can recruit. Yep. So Mario Cristobal and Napier have to keep Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State out of that state. I agree. They're losing, they're losing all their players. They're losing the big boys to those guys. So can they hold them off? We're going to find out. But I guarantee you this, Miami – went all in as far as they can go all in. Every ounce of money they got For is sure. sunk into this And guy. they got a billionaire trying to build an on-campus stadium out there. Yeah. It's probably the smartest thing they've done in a long Ever. time. They got to. So they're doing that to keep Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State out, out of their backyard. Yeah, smart. You want to yep. keep them out, build the fence up. Yep. Rusty, how surprised were you that Glenn Schumann wasn't named the D.C. and they made Muschamp and Schumann co-D.C.s? Um, I think it's a short-term type deal. Okay. I, I just, you know, I don't know if that's a long-term answer. And if people ask me, well, why do they even say anything? I tell you why they say anything because they had freaking recruits on that's campus. That's exactly right. It's all Stability. about Stability. It's all about recruiting. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, Glenn Schumann's a guy that, you know, here's, a, here, here's what you know about Glenn Schumann. He didn't play college football. But the guy worked in the office in Alabama from the day he was there. His dad was a high school football mm-hmm. coach. This guy can freaking flat out recruit. Yep. He can recruit. And, and he's proven that he can recruit and he can develop. You take Tay Crowder. Tay Crowder was a guy that wasn't getting a lot of play. 
two years of Glenn Schumann. I mean, I, I'm assuming it's Glenn Schumann. Two years of him, he's starting for the Giants. Yeah, if you can do it, you can do it. You can do it. You I know, mean, I, I'm not so Will Wade up. didn't play in the NBA, did yeah, he? Yeah, you know. So that I think I think a lot of people, he's the next to me. He's the next guy that he's this going to be. Dan Lanning was was the hot name. He was going to be the hot name. I think Glenn Schumann, and, I, and from what I've told, he's turned down a couple job offers because he can be real picky he what he's got at Georgia right now. Well, Kirby did the same thing. Sure, waited on his turn, and that's what I think. Um, I think he's beneficial for that. So th- that's a guy that Georgia fans understand how valuable he is, and I'm telling you right now, if he gets Shamar James, this guy from Mobile, and he beats yeah, Alabama. Yeah, he's a freak. If he beats Alabama on him, that room at Georgia, there's not a better room than inside linebacker group. No, true. And, and I don't know if anybody's had more fun this year than N'Kobe Dean. He hadn't been touched. Guy. So he's, I don't even know if they've had to wash his jersey the whole year. And it's not because he's not physical. I'll give you a one-minute story. So I go, I go, I spoke in Memphis one night in June a couple years ago. The next morning I get up. I'm going to go watch Horn Lake practice while I'm over there. I'm going to watch N'Kobe Dean. It's about 390 degrees at 9 o'clock on a summer morning. Oh. I miss it. Like, you can't breathe. I can feel it. I'd had a few the night before, so I'm sweating Look, a little different. Cold and sodas. Cold sodas. Yeah, yeah, a couple cold sodas. sodas. And uh, so they practice from like 9 to 11.30. And I'm there for two and a half hours. I'm like, God, I'm earning this interview. Yeah. The middle school team shows up at 11.30. He stays and coaches them until 1.30. Your boy's there from 9 to 1.30. I literally, there's no telling them. I mean, I'm literally almost about to get an IV at yeah. this point. I'm like, dude, I – I gotta have Miller. I gotta have five minutes with your interview, and I'm out of here. But I knew that day that Nicobe Dean was different. Like that guy is a straight mm-hmm. stud off the field. No, and again, uh, you you don't hear a person say a bad word about him. I no. do want to ask you before we get to the Booster Club. We're here, Rusty Menzel, Dogs Two Four Seven, Alabama, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a slaughtering. What it, say it's, you? It's, it's going to be the the slippers going to come off. Oh. Yeah, the slipper's going to come off. I can't wait. Because, you know, it's grown men. I've watched Alabama. I have seen Alabama up close. Me and Barton Simmons used to have this joke at the Army All-American Bowl in San Antonio. We would sit at registration. And I didn't know all the kids. But we'd see a kid come down the hall, and we'd have a joke. I'd say, hey, he's either going to Alabama or that guy, they finished second for him. Exactly. Because every dude looks like a freaking palm tree walking down the physics hall. Physics is physics, man. Grown, like, at the end of the day. Me, Raekwon McMillan walked down the hall, and I looked at Barton, and I said, I don't know him. I, I can said, guess. I said, he's going to Alabama, or they just missed on him. <laughs> so he walks by me, and I said, hey, big dog, where are you going? He said, Alabama. I, said, <laughs> I told Barton, I said, I told That's you. That's exactly that right. That dude, I mean, they're so big, so – what gives them the difference, man? I, I, Bryce Young. Yeah, he's that guy. I mean, mm-hmm. and and I told a lot of Georgia fans were extremely upset about that game. And I said, listen, there's a lot of things that could have went different, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, I watched this guy. He made every right read. Perfect. He game. Did look, and not only that, they had two offensive linemen play the games of their Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. If you go back and watch, yep. I don't know if you can play that good again. Yeah. It almost worries you as a coach. You're like, man, like I don't know if we can play that good again. Bryce pitched a – Blaine, you said it. Bryce Perfect pitched game. a – and it's not just making the right read. It's getting the protection right. Pre-snap to post Pre-snap, understanding when to get rid of the ball, when to tuck and run, and then you use your God-given ability to make yeah. the guy miss and get the first down. But, you know – Rusty, I was talking to a former SEC coach today on my drive uh, back here from from Alabama, and he said that the biggest difference that you're going to see in the Cincinnati-Alabama game is that Cincinnati has no way to simulate the speed and size of Alabama in practice. You can't. So you're not going to see it until you see it. And Sauce Gardner, great player. He ain't seen J-Mo. Yeah, and depth. And and up front, because Cincinnati's run defense – isn't horrible, but it's not the best in the world. And if you give Bryce that, 
If you give Bryce a run game, if we can say, all right, second and four, second and three, second and five, they're going to murk. You're done. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, done. I, I, Balance I, keeps you on the beam. I can't see. I mean, what he's done um, has been tremendous. I mean, they got pro they got pro players in Cincinnati, a lot of them. But we're, we're talking about a different yeah. roster. We're talking about an NFL roster. And then you throw in Bryce Young, who's gotten better as you Who's blocking off. Will Anderson? This ain't Facebook. Oof. That dude's an alien, man. I'm telling you right now, Aiden Hutchinson is a dog and a really good player. Will Anderson's not eligible for the draft, but if they were both eligible this year, I'm drafting Will Anderson. I guarantee I would bet a, a stupid amount of money if we had 32 teams that had to pick between those two, 90% of them would take Will Anderson. I agreed. You can do more. If I want to hire If you only had one pick between that's exactly them, right. Will Anderson. He can do everything. He, and again, if I'm going to hire somebody, I want somebody that can do multiple man. things. He He's is. A bad dude he now. is. And I, that doesn't take anything away from that's him. Right. But Will can drop. Will, Will can, I mean, I, I, bet Will, I bet Will could play Will. I interviewed him right here the night he got his jersey ceremony. And I knew right then, I, I'd, I'd watched him practice a couple of times, but when you really sit down in depth with him, how polished of a kid he is. Whew. And then he came out there, and Paris Johnson, who was Ohio State, was the number one rate offensive tackle in the country. Five-star. Everybody talking about Paris Johnson. Two reps of Will Anderson, he was on his back. Yeah. I was like, it's oh, boy. Oh it's boy. different. Yeah. It's different when oh they put boy. your hands on you. I said, let's get that. Let's put another star on him now. now. Yeah, for sure. But, Rusty, man, y'all doing a hell of a job over at Dogs 247, man. man. I really appreciate you yeah, coming man, you by. up, man. I man, mean, God dang. Man, look. Can y'all get him in the door? No. I mean, <laughs> this man is everywhere. It's Monday. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. It's yeah. Monday. It's <laughs> like Billy Napier in <laughs> Vegas. We're everywhere. Yeah. Literally, we were we were tripping out. We were out in Las Vegas. Rusty, I know you got to run. But we're looking like, hey, there's a sign for the Bellagio. Hey, there's a sign for Caesars Palace. There's a sign of Billy Napier? He was everywhere. everywhere, he was like, everywhere. It's somebody, somebody. Pretty sure he brought me a drink one time. I yeah, was freaking I think out. he brought it to the table when we were playing free bet blackjack. Yeah. So. I saw a Jonathan Ogden. Y'all remember him? Oh, yeah. I saw Jonathan Ogden walk in one night at the Bellagio. Hmm. And I've seen a lot of professional athletes. Look, that scary. Dude, that dude was like a curtain. How do you get? Light, how, like, how do you legitimately get around him? Though he was yeah. like the and he's at, and can do can be in. I know. Yeah. And, Duke and when he anchors down, when he gets those feet in a, a feet Ugh. set and punch, what do you do? Man, that guy I've being that big him. and that fast. That's the is biggest scary. human. It's rock 'em sock 'em robots. Yeah, man. it's scary. Him and Shaq, two biggest humans. That yeah, I've they can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, when you're in the can- saying, talking about bigness with Shaq. I mean, look, that's a different plan. Like, we got a Prometheus situation going yeah, on. Insane, but, Rusty, Bring man, it. I appreciate it. It's appreciate always it, great stuff, brother. Let's Thank do this y'all. again, man. Let's do it, man. Thank you all for having me. Oh, Thanks. for sure. Anytime. Be, be safe on the way right, out. Babe. Appreciate it. All right. Rusty Manziel, one of the best in the business. If you're a Georgia fan and, and you're not, you don't know who that is, then I really question a lot of things and why you have a driver's license. But, anyway, that's a story for another, another day. Blaine. Hey. Hey, buddy. Woo. Welcome back to Rusty, it. Rusty, man. What a great job. Dude. Rusty. He's never Rusty. He's Hashtag always ready. Hashtag gets it. So, let's go and hop right into it. We got a Let's question here. Let's see if we CJ Benjamin Franklin. That's not his middle name. I just thought that I should put that in there. Hashtag Ask Jay Boy. All mm-hmm. right. Who is the most productive program that has subpar recruiting classes? Go. Wow, that's a great question. Hmm. The most productive. So getting the most bang for your buck, I would say right now it's going to be Wake Forest. Hmm. Right? I mean, if we're talking like how much longevity, you could say Virginia Tech. If you're going over a long span, but to me right now it's Wake Forest. There's like 8,500 undergrads soon as there, right? And you don't you don't see Wake Forest, you know, signed a bunch of five stars, and they're in it, you know. So I would say Wake Forest right now. Mm. What Clawson has done there, he, that may be the most underrated job of any coach that we talk about. What Clawson has done at Wake Forest, that is not an easy place to win. I mean, basketball school, right? Yeah. When you think about Wake Forest, I think that's when I say, you know, Kentucky maybe. Because it's not like they've been – he's been recruiting pretty well lately. 
especially last year. You know, there's a couple schools, but I would say Wake Forest and Kentucky. All right, I'm looking through here. All right, got to take one here. Could you see Bo Nix, hotty toddy, going to be a rebel for Lane Kiffin? I could. Why would you not? Now, saying that, I just wonder if Bo Nix going into the SEC, like, I just, it's a very interesting situation because if you think there's hate now, and again, you can say it's all periphery and it doesn't matter, but if you think there's hate now, let him go to the SEC and in the SEC West, whew, not uh, that that would be wild mm. that that would be wild i look i don't count anything out people will say he's going to ucf my question is if you were gonna go to ucf why wouldn't you go when gus took the job when you were the quarterback mm. that knew the system like uh, that's kind of in reverse to me you know maybe you say well the cards are different now this and the other but wasn't the big complaint that that offense passing wise because it doesn't it's a pop-up book from a passing game standpoint doesn't get you ready for the league so so that's very interesting to me what else we got I've um, got a question here. Do you see JT Daniel maybe hitting the portal? At the L- end listen, the it's portal combat. Wow. I mean, it's it's wow. that time. I, I can't tell. I saw it. Cole Kublik tweet that. that was, i got to give Cole credit. Mm. Portal combat. Love that. No, I wouldn't be shocked at all. I actually think he will. I actually think JT Daniels will. Now, you would say, why ain't he done it yet? Well, that man wants to see if he can get a natty. I wouldn't leave right now. You don't see a lot of playoff quarterbacks transferring. I think I saw a Cincinnati wide receiver hit the portal like a week ago. What weird? What did you do? You know, what, what weird timing is that? Um, but, yeah, after the season, would not be shocked. Hell, half the other quarterbacks are already in the portal. Why not? It's a party in the portal, man. It's a party. All right, we got a question here from Johnny's team. Johnny, Ashtag, your team's doing great. Ask J-Boy. Excuse me. Ask J-Yoy why instead of the B. Wow. Yaz Flute. Yaz Flute. Do you think I'm not prepared. Sa- do you think Sam Pittman should get a raise? Yes. That man's got to be protected at all costs. I don't blame him. Look at their schedule next year. I think they play Cincinnati next year. I know they're losing a bunch. But it's uh, Arkansas, what he's done for Arkansas, just hope. Giving them hope. Mm-hmm. Something they haven't had. Y'all won eight games. We got a great interview with Grant Morgan. We're going to play before the Arkansas-Penn State game that is going to – you want to talk about getting gassed up? Love Grant, man. We love Grant Morgan here. Mm -hmm. He's better than Captain Morgan. What else we got? That one's tough. All right, we got a question here from DJ Barber. I like Jaeger. Certain times it has to be period (sighs) in between. I have to be real deal partying to drink Jaeger. We're not out back. Hey, let's drink Jaeger's friends. Like, no, I got to be I'm going to get a six-pack of Jaeger. No, no one does that. (laughs) DJ Barber. With the question, hashtag ask Jay. Great way to finish it. He started it off. With Clemson's backup entering the portal and DJU not being what they thought, could you see Captain Bo Nix going to Clemson? Look, yes. Yes. But you go get a quarterback from the portal because of experience. And you can't go with just one. And DJ didn't exactly blow it out of the water this year offensively. When just on him, their offensive lineman wasn't great. Justin Ross was beat up. I get that, but Clemson's got guys. No, it wouldn't shock me. It, and you know, it wouldn't shock me if, Clem, if Bo went to Clemson and balled. It wouldn't shock me. Mm-hmm. Now, again, what I'm very interested to see is what quarterback rooms look like after next week. Because I don't know how many announcements you're going to get after this week. Next week is when you really start looking around the quarterback rooms at some of these high-level places going, hmm, what makes sense? Ole Miss, Levy leaves, Altmyer's there. You know, they were talking to Dylan Gabriel. They talked to Bo Nix, Clemson, same situation. South Carolina had a GA playing quarterback. Hmm. There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of openings. 
Looking like Caleb Williams is going to stay at OU. All right, one more. All right, two things. We have a $4.99 donation from button. David Heron. D.H. Heron. And he says, happy birthday, David Cohn. Yes, hey. Cone. Hey, happy let's birthday, end it with David. this. Cone, what level are you at now? Man, level 34. Level 34. Yep. Nice, Handled man. the intro bosses. Mid-boss. There you go. Mid-boss. In the mid-bosses. Mid-boss. You're going to take down Ways that mid-boss. All right, we got one more question. Con Graham, hashtag Ask Blaine, but I want all three of us to answer this real quick. What is your go-to Chick-fil-A order? Mine is the regular Chick-fil-A sandwich, just a sandwich, and the spicy Chick-fil-A sandwich, just a sandwich. Hit me that with a medium Coke and throw some Polynesian in there, baby. I'm good. Nice. Cone? Okay. Spicy chicken sandwich. No pickles. No papinos. No papinos? Okay. Uh, large fry. Arnold Palmer. Arnie Palmy alert. Arnie Palmy alert. And Polynesian sauce. I know what you're yeah. thinking. <laughs> and we have it every day. Here's yes. what I got. <laughs> the Chick-fil-A. You know what? Fame. And I'm going to sound like a 12-year-old, but the Chick-fil-A chicken strips are the best out there. Dude, They're the best on the block. Cook on order. They I'm going to go. Yeah, order. They cook yeah, it on order. It. Look, yeah. this, this ain't no hanging in the back. Yeah. So I'm going to go chicken strips. I'm going to go waffle fries. I'm going to go medium lemonade. That's right. I went there. And I want you to load me up with Chick-fil-A sauce because it is the best <laughs> sauce. It's better than Sauce Gardner. He's a corner and says that. The Chick-fil-A sauce oh. is better than Sauce Gardner. Polynesian over Chick-fil-A sauce. You're, Ooh, just, you, you're a good. sweet and sour guy. Pa- I am, but Polynesian, I'm Chick-fil-A That's sauce right, because you know what? You're delicious. sweet, but also sour. You're so right. That, 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 Speaking that of trash cans. I heard that one of the franchises. Yes, that's going to happen this week, okay? One of the, I'm excited. One of the Chick-fil-A franchisees came up with the Chick-fil-A sauce. And they already had a honey mustard. Jesus. So they call it Chick-fil-A sauce, and it took over all Can the Can you franchise. imagine that meeting? They're like, listen, Dan had an idea of a sauce I think we all need to hear. And, and Dan's it's like, good. Dan's yeah. like, listen, I've blended honey mustard, Chipotle <laughs> barbecue. He's, a and he's like, like, oh, it's delicious, Dan. What are we going to call it? He's like, I spent a lot of hours thinking about the name. <laughs> I wanted to come up with the most original name possible. And here's what we got. Lift up the script. Chick-fil-A sauce. Everybody's like, fitting. What's bigger, that or the fake slide? No one knows. Nobody knows, but they both changed the game. Uh, Shout out to the Booster Club. (laughs) Unbelievable job, guys. Beautiful. Great show. Rusty Manziel, Jeffrey Lee. We got Billy Lucci tomorrow, Andrew Bone tomorrow. Who knows what's going to happen for the rest of tonight and tomorrow in the college football world? I don't don't know. You know, Urban Meyer may take the Akron job. I, I don't know. They may have fired Joe Moorhead already. Nick Saban to Duke. Yeah, yeah. Nick Saban to Duke A&M. The the convalescence we never saw coming. I give them one year. One year and they're legit. Yeah, for sure. By the way, Urban Meyer, dude, you got to stop. It's in college, Urban. You got to stop. It's a different league. It's in college. But we appreciate you guys. Make sure you hit that like button. Turn on the notifications. Subscribe to the volume. Every weekday, 3 to 4 Eastern, we're here putting in the work. We've been in the lab. Put liquid paper on a B. Unfortunately, it died. But... We appreciate you guys. And like Cincinnati's undefeated rec- record after after they play Alabama, we're going, going, gone. The J-Boy Show is produced by David Cohn. Associate producer, Blaine Crane. Audio engineer, Faison Sharif. Executive producers, Jake Crane, Vince Thompson, Steve Chamberlain, and David Cohn. Voiceover announcer, Mark Aston. Please subscribe to The Volume on YouTube, where you can catch us live weekdays at 3 p.m. When the water cooler with The J-Boy Show. volume infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring a performance by john batiste the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.